are now listening. You're now listening to the Students of Success podcast, podcast. with Jack Lee Matthews. Sharing stories to help you find your version of success. Of success. Welcome back in today, you guys. We have a very special guest. Today we have Vic Tipness. And I hope I did justice on that name. But Vic is a CEO of a big, big, big company. And not only just a big company, but he's risen out of uh, basically uh, from the bottom all the way to the top. And so that's why for me, uh, looking at Vic's story, I wanted to bring him on, not just for you guys, but actually for a little bit for myself as well. And I want to be transparent with everybody about that today. So Vic, first things first, you know, one of the things that I noticed about you is that, you know, you've been through a lot of ups and downs and you, you've, you've somehow managed to still get to your destination. Can you speak to the fact of just like, you know, at the journey and, and just like your process of like how you, how you was able to get there? Sure. So, you know, for, for people that don't maybe know my story, you know, I was, uh, I started Blackstone in my kitchen uh, in 2012 and I had zero money, zero credit. I was, I was in debt, um, was getting divorced at the same time. And, you know, didn't have family money, family resources. Both my parents passed away when I was younger. So I didn't really have a family support system or anyone that was a a rich relative that I could lean on. So I really found something that I was passionate about, which was um, healthcare. And I created a business out of something that I was passionate about. And what we do essentially is we have a medical device the size of a cell phone and we ship it to your house and we test you for sleep apnea. So for people that don't know what sleep apnea is, it's a breathing disorder uh, when you can't breathe at night and you wake up because you're breathing. And it's, it's typically because the person is, is obese or has other physiological issues. And so we test for that. And, you know, I started in, in, in my market, which was, you know, Tampa, Florida. And that's, that's where I'm, I live and, and my corporate office is here. And I literally started calling on doctors and, and knocking on doors myself and started, you know, in the city of Tampa and, and just built it. And we, over a course of several years, uh, recently as last year, we became the largest in the country. So uh, yeah. we now see over 200,000 patients a year with the largest provider for home sleep testing in, in the nation if not the world, I think we're in the world actually. And, um, you know, I, I, I started from very humble beginnings. So, uh, that's, that was kind of my story and how I got started. You know, Vic, that was kind of really why I wanted to bring you on is because I saw, you know, you're very intuitive. You're a very intuitive person to, to go through the journey that you've went through and to make it where you are today that you have, you have that like, you know, gut instinct in you of like, you know, that was another thing that like I, when I was researching about you, it was like, I believe that you, you started off with like a GED and, 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 and now look at that. It's like, that just proves people that it doesn't, that where you start literally does not matter. You know, it truly is like, where do you want to go? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have a lot of college degrees that work for me. Uh, I don't have a college degree. I have a, a GED and, you know, education from the, the school system has no absolutely zero bearing on your success in life. Um, you know, school is a necessity if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant, 
But other than that, I think it's an absolute waste of money uh, to go to college. I think that you can learn uh, just as much with a $10 public library card <laughs> and, and just read. Uh, and there's a lot of studies that show statistically that every year that someone goes in college, their IQ actually goes down. Wow. So, well, I mean, think about it. You're learning about a lot of useless stuff. I mean, uh, it, when was the last time that someone that went to school for trigonometry or calculus actually used it? Hmm. Um, philosophy, civics, I mean, you, you don't use it. I mean, you, you, have a, you have this, you have a cell phone that has absolutely everything right at your disposal. So to take up unnecessary time, mental energy, learning about things that you can Google, uh, and, 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 you know, on my desk, I don't have a lot of stuff on my desk, but this, I have this, <laughs> I have a calculator and you can add, subtract, multiply. Um, I do a lot of big that's business. A good point. That's a good point you bring up. And I want to stop you right there because, you know, one of the things that actually took my life to the next level was kind of figuring out like the math behind, like where I wanted to go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that's, it's, it's funny because people laugh at it because the calculator is like really all you need. And it really is truly like, you know, need, you need the guts and you need the calculator, right? To, to figure out a plan. One, also, another thing that I really identified with you about, Vic, and I got to be honest with you, was like that I, that I saw that you had went through like a, a, a mountain of opposition, that's what we call it. Mm -hmm. and, and I identified with that because I've had a lot of situations like that in my own life. So can you just speak to that for a moment? Yeah, I mean, look, I think that uh, anytime you're going to be successful in life, there are people that are against you. Uh, there are people that are jealous, people that are envious. There are people that have given up on their own hopes and dreams. And the minute that they see somebody that has a potentiality of being successful and they, they notice is not willing to give up on their hopes and dreams, they, they sometimes can turn to attack that person and, and criticize that person and, and not essentially support them. So I think that opposition is just the name of the game. I don't think that you're ever going to accomplish anything great in life or meaningful in life if you think, uh, or without coming across opposition. And if you think that you're going to be successful without it, I think you're, you're fooling yourself. So I think that you, you have to embrace it. I've always embraced it. I think that, uh, you know, there's a friend of mine says there's a devil at every level. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's true. You know, every time that I've leveled up in life, I've, I've had to, um, attack a new devil. You know, every time I've leveled up, every time my income's leveled up, every time my business has expanded. Would, I've had say, to would you say that you've had to, uh, each time, would you say that you've had to raise your, your own, your own bar each time? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I talk a lot of, at Blackstone about not letting the company outgrow you. You know, your, your environment can outgrow you. And if you're not, cognizant of that and aware of that, that you need to increase your skill set to be able to outgrow the environment. You know, I, I started a company and I had two employees and now we have 200 employees and, and, you know, this time next year, we'll probably have 300 employees and we're opening an office in managing Columbia right now and we'll have 250 employees there. So, you know, look, if, if I as a CEO don't invest in myself and I'm not willing to expand and increase my skill set, company will outgrow me. 100%. 100%. I'm, I think that, you know, that was one of the things whenever, like this podcast, for example, like students of success, right? Like always being a student, always, always trying to perfect your craft, always trying to get better, always trying to find an edge as well. Mm -hmm. I, I identify with that completely because, you know, a lot of people say, well, there ain't no shortcuts. And I disagree. I think there's many shortcuts. Mm -hmm. 
right? So I think one of the things that for me that I identify with you, Vic, is that you just, you, you're very confident and you know that your dreams are possible. You, like so many people out there, Vic, they, they don't feel that their dreams are possible. So one of the things that I identified with you with is like, we both have been through a mountain of opposition, We've, but we both have a, a confidence that we know where we're going. And can you just speak to that for a second? Sure, Jack. So, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, confidence, I wasn't always this confident. I, I became more confident because I, I invested in myself so much and I increased my skill set every single day. You know, it's like. And just, just real quick, what is like one thing that you're doing every day to just raise the bar every day? Well, you know, the thing I always do is I, I always, I, I, you know, I, I identify what is my ideal scene in life. You know, when I say ideal scene, what is the optimal version of my business mm -hmm. or myself, right? So if the optimal version of my business, for example, because it's an easy example, is that people are thriving and winning, the environment is great, the turnover is low, we are expanding in, in double, if not triple digits, right? So that's the ideal scene. So, so every day when I wake up, I'm chasing this. So I know when I'm doing something, whether it's writing a simple email or addressing my team or working on different solutions, I'm, I'm trying to get to this ideal scene. Well, if you, if you don't know what that is, what are you working towards, right? You don't, you don't really know what you're working towards. So I'm pushing myself every single day to reach this ideal scene. And you'd be surprised how many people actually don't even have one. It, they don't know what it is. It's just, I want to make money. Well, I'm making money is not an ideal scene. How much money and, and how often, right? And, and, and what is it? A picture, right? You want to create a clear mental picture in your inside of you of like what you want, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone, most people don't, don't even do that. They don't sit there. They, you know, they'll, they'll give you really stupid things, you know, whether it's a, a, a relation, I want to have a, a, a beautiful girl. That's not an ideal scene. You know, it's, what is the person doing? What do they act like? What do they look like? What are, what are, their, what are their viewpoints on politics, money, um, you know, et cetera, right? Business, can't just, I just want a successful business. So it's the same thing. It's like, well, what is it? You know, and you have to press yourself to actually describe, define it, right? What does it look like? And then every single day you're pushing towards that ideal scene. Without that ideal scene, you, you, you won't make it. it. It's very rare to make it. You do have to have an initial concept and if you look at very successful entrepreneurs in life, the Elon Musk's of the world, they've had, they had a very definite ideal scene and then they, they worked tirelessly until they got that. I think there's also something to be said about working tirelessly, you know, really working towards your goals, you know, like that's one thing that I've kind of seen that really is, uh, there, there's so many people, especially in today's generation, like my generation specifically, like people are afraid of hard work. Can you just speak to the fact of like, hey, because like, that's one thing that I've also noticed, you know, because I follow you on Instagrams and, and the social medias of the world, you know, I see you at the office when, when everybody's not there. So can you just speak to that? Yeah. So how old are you, for example? I'm 29 years old. 29. Okay. So I'm 44. So um, I would agree with you that I think, and it's, I don't think it's just like a, a, a 20, 30 year old thing. I see it with 40, 50, 60 years old, 60 year olds. They're mainly, most people are lazy. They're very lazy. And uh, one big attribute to success for anyone is consistency. 
you know, and anyone, for anyone that knows me, they know how consistent and persistent I am. Whether you, whether you love me or hate me, even the people that hate me know like, wow, that, that guy was fucking persistent. Yeah, same, you know? same here. Same here. So persistency and consistency are such powerful things. You know, they're very, very powerful commodities, right? I call them commodities. It is a commodity. And so come hell or high water, man, every morning I'm up and I'm focused on work and I don't have distractions and I'm not involved with drama and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, if, if, if I'm working 60, 70 hours a week, I'm, I'm pretty damn consistent. I, I, there's rarely, there's rarely times that I actually meet somebody that's more consistent or more persistent than myself. And so there are very, very few people that I know that are, that are equal or above in terms of that. And I think that that's a very, very huge uh, commodity and, and people need to um, exercise that muscle more. What, what motivates a guy like yourself? You know, it's not money. It's never been money. For me, it's been freedom. And, and lately, it's been more of generational wealth. You know, I, 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 I'm not working for myself. I'm working for, you know, my, my, my kids, my future kids, uh, their kids, my wife's families. Uh, family, there, you know, I, I, I want to be able to see and create nine to 10 generations of wealth. So when you, when I wake up in the morning, I'm not like, I want to make money for myself. I'm thinking nine generations, right? I'm, I, I'm the guy that's created, that's creating nine generations worth of wealth. So four generations down the road, there'll be, maybe there'll be a little picture of, of, of mine in the person's house. But um, when you have that type of goal, it's a big goal. Right. Uh, and I think you have to have that type of big goal to be able to um, keep yourself motivated. Because I got to tell you, money's not money's not going to keep you motivated. When you get it to a certain point where you're making a lot of money, it's not motivated. It's not going to continue to motivate you. What's going to continue to motivate you are, are bigger things of, of giving back and helping others. You know, we're opening an office in Medellin. We, we've got charities going on. There's there's a lot of things that we're doing, jobs we're creating, and and families that we're 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 bettering. I love it. I love that you followed your instincts and that you on a constant pursuit of of just in constant improvement. You know, one of the quotes that I that I always identified with was that the largest room in the world is the room for improvement. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that. Yeah, I agree. I truly believe that. Vic, can you, can you speak to people like, for example, like whenever you first started out, because it, you haven't always had the success, can you speak to the people that are, are just starting out? They, they don't have a resume that's impressive. They literally have, uh, they're, just, they're just starting out. Can you just speak to those folks of that it's possible to live your dreams? Absolutely. You know, in my book, you know, um, which, which I was really proud about, became an Amazon bestseller, Did You Sell Your Soul? I talk about that. And I talk about that specific in a chapter where, you know, this book is essentially dedicated to those people that have been told no, those people that did not, weren't born into wealth. And, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a walking example of that. You know, I, I didn't have anything going for me other than my wits and, and my ability to work hard. And I wasn't afraid of, of hard work. So I think for anybody that is, starting out or is in the position that I was in, I think that you, 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 you can, you know, what I would say is, is find something that you know works 
and then just be the best in the world at that. And it does take time. There is no overnight success. You know, people may see me and I, I got a call today uh, from a buddy of mine and, and he was like, man, what happened? Like all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you bought a Rolls Royce, you have a Lambo, you bought a Testarossa. I was like, what, what, what happened? And then, and, and it's like, there's this, there's this viewpoint of like, oh, overnight, Vic became even more successful. But dude, I've been grinding for 25 years. You know, I've been grinding since I was like 12, you know? So, you know, and then, and then Blackstone was at least, you know, eight, I'm eight years in. So, so nothing was, you know, I, I created, created a successful business that I write about my book, then I lost everything and I started back over again. So, you know, for, for the success, you know, the book and, Amazon bestseller and, and, and whatever material things that wasn't overnight, you know, that, that takes, that took a lot of time. So, but that person that's sitting there, listening to this, that's starting out, you, you have to put in the time. It's, it's not overnight. You can't get discouraged. You know, one of the places where I learned that, and I'm sure that, that you probably learned this as well, I, you know, it's from your past. Both of us, we both were in our previous life where we were car salesmen mm -hmm. because of this. I feel like that's where we kind of learn that. Because like so many people, they, when, they, when they walk into a car, car dealership, like they think it's going to be like a walk on the cake. It's going to be a walk in the park. And like you have to put the time in. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things for me is like, I was living out, out in LA and like I rose up to the top of like Porsche, became a brand ambassador and in all this stuff. And it's like, you see, I've seen it because there were so many people in that dealership that like they, they weren't willing to put in the time. And like the fact that I was willing to put in the time, I, I didn't have any competition in the dealership. Can you just speak to that as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, putting in the time, it's, it's really, um, it's being able to outwork other people, you know, and, and I think that you, there's two parts of that, you know, when you're selling cars, you know, which, which I did, and, and, and you did too, um, you know, you're just, you only have to manage yourself, you only have to get production out of yourself. But that's like level one, when you when you start running a company, you got to get production, not only out of yourself, but other people, and at a very high level, right, if you want to be successful. So you have to really start dialing into the discipline of life. You know, you, I, I'm a very disciplined person. I, I eat pretty much the same things every day. Um, I have my cheat meal scheduled, you know, the different days of the week. Um, I try to drink the same amount of water every day. Um, I show up to work the same time every day. I go to the gym five days a week. You know, I'm, I'm very disciplined and that discipline rolls into my work ethic because I'm very, I'm very consistent in my work ethic. So I demand that of my, my senior team. I demand that they're consistent and the work ethic is at a very high level. So, you know, there's a, there, again, there's a transition from taking it from just yourself to now being able to get, you know, whether it's tens of peoples or hundreds of people or thousands of people to be able to be efficient and productive. Yeah, can you speak to that as well? Because like, you know, with, with Blackstone, you know, you guys in, in literally, I guess, eight years, you guys are already worth over $50 million. So mm -hmm. it's like, to do that in eight years, you know, a lot of people, they would say that's quick, but I'm sure in the beginning of that process, it wasn't like, it wasn't overnight. Can you speak to like the people that get impatient, like on the pursuit of their goal and like, and then how that's played into with you? And just, can you speak to that? Sure. I mean, you know, uh, it took a lot of time, but there was a lot of, I, I, I worked so, so hard and I didn't take any time off. I mean, there were years where I was making $700 a week. That was like five years ago, you know? Um, so when I was making $700 a week and my friends were going on vacation and doing all types of stuff, I, I didn't go, I couldn't go, couldn't afford to. So 
when everyone else was partying and, and having fun, I was working. When everybody was going on vacation, I was working. Everybody else was doing other fun stuff, I was working. So I probably got 15 years of work, you know, stuffed into eight, to be honest. I, I, I was that focused and I was working that hard on my on my business and my craft so I, I did a lot in a short amount of time you know? i love it you know one of the things when i was over here with fans plan i just built you know i just launched a brand new social media platform vic and when when we were on the pursuit of it you know wanting to launch it and all these things it's like it takes time right and we, we everybody you know even whenever you set out and you say hey this is my this is my goal of like getting this this launched it's like you have to have the patience you have to put in the time you have to also continually just stay like on that on that path right because like there is always opposition right can you speak to that as well because like that's one thing that for me that i really identify with you with is like dude you've, you've had opposition but yet you've you've always like been able to to manage that opposition and not let that opposition like derail you because i think a lot of people they have that that opposition and it totally derails them Vic. can you speak to that for a second yeah, I mean, look, you, you, you have to be strong enough to, to just ignore it. I mean, the, the reality is, is, look, you're going to have opposition. So what? You know, if you're going to breathe life into it and you're going you're gonna to let that uh, affect you in that way, well, then you know what? Maybe you're not, you're not set out to be an entrepreneur. And it's okay. Not everyone is an entrepreneur. And not everyone can be an entrepreneur. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But you, you do have to have a thick skin. You do have to have a stomach for it. And you do have to be okay with unpredictability. You know, not getting a check sometimes. Sometimes you get paid, sometimes you don't. I mean, there, there were times my receptionist was making more money than me. So, it, you know, it, it's, it's the name of the game. Uh, I don't try to force everyone into it. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if you have the stomach to deal with the opposition, then you'll be successful. And if you don't, then maybe you're in the long, you're in the wrong line of work. Can you speak to like, cause obviously what you've done as well is you put together a great team of people. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that as well as just team and culture and how important that is in, in a, an environment of where you want to produce something and, and like you have done? Can you speak you know, that? it's invaluable. Uh, my turnover, just to give you an example, in the national statistics on turnover, the, on average are 28 to 33% turnover in a company on an annual basis. My turnover is less than 2%, wow. right? And the reason it's less than 2% is because I've invested heavily in my senior team. I have a chief of staff that is an, an extremely exceptional person that uh, makes sure that the culture from, from me down is the way we want it to be, which is a conducive culture, positive culture, uh, culture full of communication and, and rewarding for people that are doing well uh, and an uplifting environment. And so we spend a lot of time and a lot of effort in making sure that that culture is in always. And because of that, we've, we've seen exceptional growth and we have very little turnover. So, you know, people are blown away when I tell them like, yeah, we have 2% turnover, less than 2%, less than 2%, by 1.4, okay, is really low. So nobody wants to leave. I can't get rid of people. Well, you got good leadership. You know, that's what they say is they say yeah. everything falls as arises on leadership. It does. And, you know, I, I, I was in a situation before where I had a COO and my, the turnover was like 55%. It was horrible. I got rid of that person. Turnover completely changed. Culture change. Tripled the revenue. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. 
but uh, you have to provide a uplifting environment, a positive environment. And when you do that, you really do attract good talent. And I think that's key. We, we have a lot of exceptional talent at Blackstone, a lot of young talent. Um, the, the guy that I have running the, the project for uh, our office opening in Columbia is like in his 20s and very, very smart individual. And, and so, you know, we have a lot of people like that, a lot of young people. Uh, we have some old pe older people too, but everyone is very smart, very bright, and is, is, is extremely dedicated and, and hardworking. I love it, Vic. I love everything that you've said today. I'll, I'll leave you with this. What would you say to the person out there right now that's kind of felt like they are at a setback with everything that's going on with the COVID-19 epidemic? What would you say to them? You know, it's, it, is, it is tough, but, you know, there is nothing worthwhile that you're ever going to obtain in life that you're ever going to have that's going to be easy. I mean, it's just not. And, you know, I, I came from nothing. I had zero. And I've been able to build a, what I think is a, is a, is a, is a very good life. You know, I have, I have an amazing woman. Uh, I have a great company. I have, I have great friends, uh, great support system. And nice McLaren too. I saw the McLaren. Yeah, McLaren. Well, I got rid of the McLaren. I got the. Oh, you got rid of the McLaren. Well, now, well, now you got the Rolls. I got the Lambo instead. So. The Lambo. You got everything, man. <laughs> so you know, I, I've been very fortunate, and I've I've worked very hard for it. You know, I, I did it the ethical way and worked very hard, and uh, and and created a, a, a my own universe. You oh, know, well. I created my own universe, and I think anyone can create their own universe. But you know, what are you willing to give up to create that universe? Mm. It's not going to be easy. You're going to come across opposition. You're going to have bad friends. You're going to have to get rid of maybe family members. You're going to have to get rid of, you know, what are you willing to do for it? Right. I was willing to do everything that I possibly could to have a better life and to create my own universe, you know, and I, and I, and I've got to a point in life where, you know, and I think a lot of people want to get to, I always wanted to get to where I don't have to hang out with people I don't like. If exactly. I don't like people, I don't hang out with them. If I don't want to do business with somebody, I don't have to do business with them. And I think that's a powerful position to be in. And I think everyone should be in. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely, Vic. Well, Vic, we'll stop talking before they stop listening. Last thing, last thing is, uh, guys, check out Vic's book on Amazon.com. Did you sell your soul? And uh, grab a copy and check it out because he's doing big, big things. Vic, thank you for your time. And, uh, man, keep doing, keep doing amazing things because – you are, are truly an inspiration to myself and, and I know to a lot of other people as well. So just keep doing your thing, man. Jack, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, great questions. And uh, I hope everyone uh, got something out of today. And I think that um, as long as you stay persistent, you, you absolutely can make your dreams come true. Stay blessed, man.